0: Yes, ma'am. Heavenly Father, Lord God Almighty, we thank you this morning, our precious Lord and Savior. We thank you, Lord God, this morning for this beautiful, blessed blessed day, Lord God, that you allow us, Lord God, to see Heavenly Father this morning. We want to thank you, Lord God, for opening up our eyes this morning to see another beautiful day that you made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Lord God, this morning for our health and our strength, Lord God. We thank you for every blessing that you already bestowed upon us. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your wonderful grace. And we know it's by grace through faith that we are saved. It's not of our own. It's a gift from God. And not because of any works that we ever done have no followed lest we should boast, Heavenly no Father, and may we never boast except in the cross of our Lord. And we thank you, Heavenly no Father, this morning for this church service, Lord God. And we thank you for everyone, Lord God, that's here this morning, Lord God, that's online this morning, Lord God. And we ask, Lord God, continue to bless each and every one. We thank both for them, Lord God, for joining us, Lord God, in this service, Lord God. We ask you to continue to wash over them and continue to bless each and every one of them, Lord God. We pray that you continue, Lord God, to meet their needs, whatever they are, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are a way maker, Lord God, and you can make a way out of no way, Lord God. And we put all, all our faith and our trust in you, heavenly Father. Yes. And we thank you, Lord God, this morning also, for our pastor, Lord God, and we ask you, Lord God, continue to bless her in every way. We thank you for everything that she does, heavenly Father. And we pray that you continue to bless the work of our hands, Lord God. Thank you for getting her wisdom, Lord God, and understanding. Thank you for your anointing upon her, Lord God. And we thank you for her being the great teachers that she is, Lord God, and teaching us, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for her leadership. And we thank you also for our Minister Robertson, Lord God. Robinson, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for how you're using him. And we thank you, Lord God, this morning that you will fill his mouth this morning, Heavenly Father. And we thank you for the anointing upon the message that you have put in his spirit, Lord God. And we pray that you continue to lead him, Lord God. And he will continue to be, Lord God. And we know, Lord God, that your word would not return to you void, heaven, this morning. And we thank you, Heaven Father, for all our mothers, Lord God. We thank you for our love our mothers, Lord God. We thank you for their love, having and Father. And we thank you for all that they do, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for their guidance also, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for their praying, Lord God. We thank you for them, Lord God, serving you, What happened?
1: What
2: Continue. Everybody else mute, please. While praying, please, everybody mute. just hit the, just hit the microphone just hit the microphone and hit the mute button so just hit your device and then you'll see the microphone and then hit it and it'll turn
1: red
2: okay y'all we in service (laughs) go ahead and mute everything everybody Okay, you hit you you touch your device and then a whole bunch of things will pop up.
1: And
2: then uh, you hit then hit the mute button so we can't hear you. Hit.
1: Come
2: on. Okay, there you go. You done it. Okay. Oh wait a minute. Somebody done it. We need you guys to do it, Precious. Okay, we need we need you got to hit the mute button because they were in prayer. You got to hit the mute button.
1: What's the mute button? Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Touch your device and then you're gonna see a microphone. When you see a microphone, hit it and it'll turn red. Okay. Microphone. Microphone. You just
1: tapped it. I can't see.
2: There you go. Okay. Go ahead, Deacon. I am so sorry. Go That's ahead. Okay. Father, Lord God, and we're going to thank you, Lord God,
0: this morning. And we thank you, Lord God, for everything that you do, Heavenly Father, for we know that you are a wonderful God, Heavenly Father, and you continue to watch over us, Lord God. And Lord God, again, Lord God, I want to say thank you for all the mothers this morning, Heavenly Father, and we pray that you continue to bless all our mothers, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for their prayers, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that they call on you, Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Lord God, for their love, Heavenly Father. And we as you, Lord God, continue to worship with them each and every day, Lord God. Continue to bless all our mothers, Lord God. And we are grateful for them, Lord God. And we're grateful for everything, Lord God, that's going to be done here this morning, Heaven the Father. And we pray, Heaven the Father, Lord God, that there's someone, Lord God, that are listening, Heaven the Father. That needs their lives changed, Lord God. That you are ministered to them, Lord God. We pray that your word will minister this morning, Lord God. We pray that the Holy Spirit will have His way this morning, Heavenly the Father, Lord God. And we know that greater is He that is in us than He that's in the world, Heavenly the Father. And we bind up all the attack of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly the Father. We plead the blood of Jesus against Satan and everyone, his demonic spirit, Lord God, that's tried to interfere, Lord God, in this worship service, Lord God. And Lord God, we thank you that the enemy's weapons are null and void, Heavenly Father. And we will, Lord God, have a wonderful service this morning, Heavenly Father. And the devil is a lie, Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are greater than all. And we just want to praise you for everyone that's here. We want to praise you for everything that you do. We thank you for your love that, that surpasses all knowledge of the Father. And we just give you all honor and glory and praise this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. You still with us there, Pastor? <laughs> Okay, Pastor, you have to unmute. Unmute, Pastor. I hear you. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lord, I tell you, I thank God because I know that he's got all power in his hands and whatever word you're going to bring this morning uh, is a powerful word. You see, when you see the enemy begin to move and and try to manifest, is to get people distracted so they won't hear what's being said and get what the Lord meant for them to get. And I know that this is new to all of us, and I know that some of us need to ask God to just give us an ear to hear this morning. And so in addition to what Deacon Don has said, I just want everybody to say with me, Lord, give me an ear to hear.
2: Lord, Lord, give me an ear to hear.
1: Let my ears be anointed to hear the word of God.
0: Let my ears be anointed to hear the word of God.
1: And let me uh, be focused on what the word has
2: to say. And let me be focused on what the word has to say. And let the Holy Spirit minister to me this morning. And let the Holy Spirit minister to me this morning. Amen.
1: All right. Let's try it
2: again. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: Reverend?
2: Oh, okay. I didn't know it was on me, Pastor. Okay, and uh, you know, I wanna I wanna thank everybody, you know, I won't keep you long because uh, This is Mother's Day, and I'm quite sure you have things to do, so I won't keep you too long. But that song that we started off with, i I, any version that that song is in, I I like that song. You know, it's a very touching song. You know, hey can't nobody do me like Jesus can't nobody do me like the Lord and those words those words man I'm telling you they have a powerful meaning so today um we're going to start in uh let's see here today we're going to come out of us uh Proverbs 31 and 30 for those who have your Bible, if you don't, just listen. We're going to Proverbs 31 and 30. And what it says is, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. A woman that fear of the Lord, she shall be praised. A woman that fear of the Lord shall be praised. So, Father God, I want to thank you, Father God. I want to thank you for this assembly, Father God, as we assemble in your name, Father God. And Father God, I ask you, Father God, my heart, but your spirit, Father God, my eyes, but your vision, Father God, my mouth, but your words, Father God, in Jesus name, I pray. You know, when uh pastor reminded me when she said that. This is going to be your Sunday to do the message. I do a message every other Sunday. And she said, this is going to be your Sunday. And oh, yeah, it's Mother's Day. And I thought about it. I was like, and I got to tell you all, Mother's Day has not been a day that I wanted to ever celebrate. I'm just being honest with you. Because I I, I didn't have a mother. I was adopted from a hospital when I was born. I was adopted to my auntie and uncle. When I was born and when I was adopted, when I was adopted, my auntie passed a year later. So I was raised by an uncle who was my uncle by marriage. So I always went through life and majority of my life saying that I, I just don't have a mother, you know, per se. I always say it well, why should I celebrate Mother's Day? You know, kids can be cruel because back in my day, kids would make things in school for their mothers and I couldn't make anything. I always said that I didn't have a mother and kids always tease me, why you ain't making nothing for your mother? And I always felt like, okay, you ain't got one. And I'm gonna use the word, I didn't have a mother per se. Because see, when I was coming up, the lady next door, the lady down the street, the neighborhood women was your mother back that's in the day. Right. The neighborhood women, see, they used to say it takes a village to raise a child. And that's what the old mothers of the old days believed, that it took a village to raise a child. Even though I used to always say I never had no mother, in reality, I had plenty of mothers. I had plenty mothers because when they found out that I had no mother, they became somewhat as a mother. So all those years that I said I've never had one, I had one. I mean, I can go on and name for days. Miss McGee, Mrs. Callum, Mrs. Grant. Oh, my God, I can name for days because these are the women who fed me. These are the women that knew that my uncle probably couldn't cook. So they would invite me over to their house to eat. And majority of them, see what God did, majority of them was darn good cooks, but a couple of them wasn't. A couple of them wasn't good cooks, so a couple of them I didn't want to return to their homes. But you know, that's a whole different story. But a woman even doesn't have to be a mother. See, a lot of women who don't have children are great mothers because they take care of other people's children and they do a great job. So in this mother's day, I'll just want to give thanks to all the mothers and the grandmothers. And I'm so glad we had a little interference when my uh, daughter's mother came on, but I'm glad she's here because I really want to say something about her mother because see her mother, which is precious. My daughter's grandmother did something for me that she has no idea that she did for me. What she did for me is when she decided that on May in 1993, that I was no longer going to put up with me, that she was no longer going to put up with me. And she wanted to get her daughter and her granddaughter. But that day. What happened to me is I ran into a magazine crew and I wind up traveling and I wind up doing other things, which had never happened if her mother didn't come and get her. See, some things is happening in the spiritual realm that we may not understand at that particular time. But that what happened sent me on a journey that has me where I am today. Yes. And her mother never knew that that what by her doing that sent me on a journey to make me the man that I am today. So sometimes mothers do things that they have no idea because nobody told them. But I thank Mrs. Hale for that day. And I remember May of 1993. So I thank you. You know, I thank all the mothers. I thank all the the mothers when I said I didn't have a mother. My uh, friend, uh, Kenneth Matthews, was supposed to join us today. I don't know if he got a chance or not. Kenneth Matthews was in my uh, community and he was the only white person in that community. And we had one thing in common. We both were adopted. His mother, Mrs. Matthews, I spent more time down at his house because we were both kind of different. And that woman fed me and that woman whooped my butt and she would whoop my butt. And before I got home, my uncle would say, oh, so Miss Matthews had to whoop your butt again. See, back in the day, I lived on 14th and I would go on 2nd Avenue and I would do some dirt. And by the time I got back home, my uncle would say, so you was over there on 2nd Avenue throwing rocks. That's because the mothers of yesterday... Not only would they whoop your butt, they will call your parents and tell you that they whooped your butt. (laughs) The mothers are different now because the kids, uh, you know, they'll call CPS and 911. So it's a little bit different today. But I want to get into this. And before I get uh, uh, back into the sermon, because today is all about women. And, and, and thank God. I'm going to tell you what Abraham Lincoln said. Yes, Abraham Lincoln. He said the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rocks the world. And see, right. the reason why I want to say that and I brought that because people don't understand and a lot of people don't understand. They could never be a king if it wasn't for a queen. So the way the world is set up today, it can never be a king without a queen it can never be a president without the first lady and i'm not talking about his wife i'm talking about his mother that raised him to be who he is today and i got to tell you mother, something who kids have strayed away and you look in the mirror and you say what have i done wrong to make my kids stray away. Well, let me tell you something. You never did nothing wrong because you did the best that you could and you worked with what God gave you. So you didn't do nothing wrong. Kids have to learn on their own. And sometimes when those kids go to jail and they get into drugs, they wind up to be some of the best men because of the lessons that you taught them in earlier times. See, I never had no mother, but I do remember the women Things that they have told me and they have taught me. And as many times I looked in the mirror and said, yeah, how did you wind up being so polite? And this was in later years because I wasn't that great when I was younger. How did you wind up being so polite? You never had no mother to teach you to say yes, ma'am, or pray grace at a kitchen table. We didn't eat at a table, me and my uncle, get my food and go in my room. How did I learn all these things from other people's mothers? And mothers' love are so unconditional. They are unconditional for their children, and that's understandable. But there's not only unconditional for their children. Mother's love go way past that into other people's children. I heard a story where this lady, where this drunk driver killed this lady's daughter. And in court, her impact statement was, I forgive you. And I've forgiven you a year ago. Now, when I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, this young man, he was about 18 and 19. I'm like, this young man decided to get drunk and ran into his daughter and killed his daughter, her daughter. So why is this lady saying I forgive you and I forgive you a year ago? Because that's only the grace of God. That's only the grace of God, because I don't know if I would be able to do it. And a lot of people wouldn't be able to do it. But the story continues. Not only did she forgive him, the judge gave that 18 or 19 year old man 22 years in jail. Yeah. This mother petitioned the court. She petitioned the court because she thought that the man who had killed her daughter in a car accident that the 22 years was too much. She petitioned the court to lessen that sentence. Not only did she forgive him. She petitioned the court to lessen that sentence. And this is a very true story, y'all. So the judge said, I have never seen anything like this in my life. And he granted her that petition to lessen this young man's sentence that was 18, 19 years old. This mother not only did that, she petitioned the court to carry this young man on his three year sentence that got reduced to. To carry this young man to different schools in his chains and shackles to do these assemblies in an assembly room and the first school that he did this in was the school of her daughter it was so many people that that young man touched because of that mother's unconditional love it was so many young people that said, oh, well, if I drink, I certainly won't drive because they took this man into the assembly hall, unshackled him and let him tell his story. Right today, from what I hear, they are still friends. What type of love is that? Not many men. and I love y'all guys on trip on me. Not many men would do that. Yes. Not many men would do that. It's the unconditional love of a mother. And for the women who have no children, which I have met a lot of them, I have met a lot of them in my growing up that treated me just like their own. That treated me just like their own. And I really, like I said at first, I really, really, really give praise to these grandmothers. So right now, because of drugs and alcohol, Miss Hale, uh Sabrina's my, my uh daughter's mother kind of helped raise my, my daughter. Miss McDonald, which uh after my um, children's mother died, having my third son, she actually died the day he was born, December 20th. Of, oh gosh, 25, 30 years, I can't remember exactly. Miss McDonald knew my problems. This mother knew that whether I wanted to take care of those kids or not, that I couldn't. She knew that at that particular time, I was no earthly good. She knew that. So she took those kids and she raised those kids, the grandmother, the grandmother. The last thing I promised Keniza McDonald was that I would take care of those kids. But the enemy had another plan for me and I fell for his plan. And see, like when I talked to my daughter the other day, you know, I told her, you know, hey, I was no good. But you know what? I did do one thing. I learned from my mistakes. I learned from my mistakes and the biggest regret that I have, because I'm sorry, y'all. I need you two girls to behave. So let me get on this story about the two girls. So I I didn't raise my kids. And thank God for the grandmother. And I'm not just going to say it's because of drugs and alcohol, because I was it it just that's the way it was at that particular time. But see, God has another plan for, for me. Now I hear my wife coming in and I hear her phone echoing. So God has another plan for me. So now I am raising a seven and a nine year old.
1: Two girls.
2: Two girls I'm raising right now. So God said, did you think that you were not going to do this? Well, I got news for you. You are going to do this. And I'm very glad. And I'm very glad that he put those girls in my care. And I'm going to do what I did for them, what I didn't do for my own kids. And I felt bad about that at first. But I don't want to make this all about me. But I do want you to know that regardless whether you had a mother or not, per se, you always had a mother. It was always some woman in your community or some woman, an auntie, a auntie, a, a, a grandmother. You always had some woman by your side because God plans it like that. God plans it like that. Even though I only had an uncle that was my uncle by marriage. And some people may not know that. He was only my uncle by marriage and I didn't feel like, hey, and he got married one time and I only woman I ever called mama was Ruth Jean Marshall, which was my uh uh my father. I'm going to call him wife. But anyway, that's enough about me. So I want to talk about I want to talk about and, and you know, it, and maybe that's not enough about me. Maybe that's not enough about me because I do owe a, a debt of gratitude. To these grandmothers, the own and Sabrina and Sabrina, because she did a wonderful job raising my daughter. She did a wonderful job and the only regret because I don't regret all the things I did out there as a drug addict. Because that also gave me a testimony that I will be given to people along my way. I don't only regret that I was a horrible person because God can take anybody and use them. And I'm a living witness. For those who don't know, I was a drug addict for over 35 years. And if God can use me, he can use anybody. Don't ever think that whatever you did in life, that God would not forgive you. Because if you ask him for forgiveness, he will give it to you. And I am a living witness. When my pastor told me, she said, uh, you may have a calling on your life. I was like, well, that would be a miracle. But God makes God makes miracles. I had no idea that I could be sitting in front of anybody, a congregation, a church and spreading the the word of God. But God puts things in you and you have to look for them. You have to pray. There is power in prayer. See, there's a song. There's a song to uh, call Jesus. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Yeah, Jesus on that main line. Tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Yeah, just call him up and tell him what you want. And see, we don't call Jesus with a cell phone because I don't know if he got one. You call Jesus in the power of prayer. When you call Jesus, when you need to talk to Jesus, you call him up in that power of prayer. Yeah. Amen out there. Amen. Amen. So, you know, it's, it's like I say, I am overwhelmed with joy, guys. You know, not only that my beautiful wife is on the line. But my beautiful daughter and her mother is on the line. And that, 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 that joy is in my heart. I Like I said, I don't regret a lot of things, but the thing, the biggest thing I regret is I didn't be there to be a part of raising that beautiful child. And that's the only thing in life I regret. And I'm not ashamed to say it. But uh, I want to talk about some other women today. Let me find it here. I want to talk about some biblical women's today. Because see. A woman's faith and a woman's promise to God, they try to keep it. I don't know about you guys, but I know a couple of times when I was sitting in jail, I say, God, if you get me out of this, I'll never do it again. Yes. I don't know if anybody else ever did that, but I sure have. (laughs) But see, a lot of times when a woman makes that promise to God and we're going to go to let's see here, we're going to go to Samuel. This morning, we're going to go to Samuel and we're going to uh, Samuel 1, 9 and 11. And the reason why I wanted to go here. You know, oh, I'm me, sorry. My YouTube man, you stopped doing there. it. I also do it on YouTube, but it stopped. So OK, so we're going to go to Samuel 1, 9 and 11, and we're going to talk about a woman who this woman here made a promise to God. And this promise to God, she not only made, she kept. See, when we make a promise to God, when we tell God, when we get out of those jail cells, we're not going to do it no more. We need not to do it anymore. When we make a promise to God that says we're going to clean up our vocabulary and we're not going to cuss and do this. We need not to do it no more. And so what it says in Samuel 1, 9, 11, So Hannah rose up. They had eaten in Shalom, Shalom. And after they had drunk, now Eli, the priest, sat upon the seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul. And she prayed unto the Lord and she wept sore. And she vowed a vowed and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on affliction to thy handmaid and remember me, and not forget thy handmaid, but will give unto thy handmaid a man child. Then I will give unto the Lord all the days of my of his life, and there shall and they shall no razor come upon his head. So let me tell you a little bit about that. Hannah's husband. I'm not going to go deep because I don't want to keep you all. I know y'all got dinners and everything coming.
1: No, take your time.
2: Hannah's husband had two wives, but he really loved Hannah. He loved Hannah the most. His other wife's, his other wife had children and Hannah couldn't. And she wept and she cried about that. And she felt bad about that. And her husband always told her, don't worry. But what Hannah decided to do was to go to the temple and pray to the Lord and ask the Lord and tell the Lord, hey, I can't have children. But if you give me a child, I will give that child back to you. I will raise him up in your name. And when she had that child, which name was Samuel, which Samuel went on to do great things in the Lord. She gave that child back to the priest. She took that child to the priest and he was raised in the temple. And so that's just a story of a woman's faith, of a woman's faith that if she would have that child, that if God would give her that child, number one, she hadn't had any children. And number two, she had faith that God would give her the children. But the main moral to that story is the promise that she made to God, she kept. And nothing about us men, y'all going to get me afterwards, but most of the time we don't do that. We don't keep the promises that we make. And a lot of women don't neither. But the faith of Hannah to return that child as she promised God she would do. Amen? Uh Amen. All right. So this uh, other, what did I found about a faithful woman? a woman that believed normally this is done on Christmas. But as I was reading this, God spoke to me and he said, you know what? It's not only for Christmas, you can do it today. So we're going to go to Luke one 26 and 35. And we're going to talk about one of the greatest mothers of them all. Okay. And what it reads, what the word says is in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into. To a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin exposed to a man who was named Joseph, to the house of David, and the virgin named Mary. And the angel came into her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed are those among women. Yeah. And when she saw him, she was troubled, and at his saying, and cast into her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou conceive it, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth the son, and shall call his name Jesus. Yes. See, the thing about that story, y'all, is. That Jesus came to this version. That Jesus came into this lady and what he told her was very unbelievable. But she had faith in what he told her. He had she had so much faith that she was like, I got to explain this to my husband. How am I going to explain this to my husband? But she didn't worry about that. She had faith. And what the word says is If God said if you give me your worries I will give you rest Here's a woman Here are two women in the biblical In the Bible That had the most faith in God That we have seen And I need you guys to go ahead and read that Proverbs uh, uh, 30 31 Just read the whole thing Because it says a lot About women it also says in that Proverbs that, um, you have to excuse me because I am uh, uh, not a computer guy, you know. It says some more things in here that I wanted to share uh, uh, with you. And let's see. And I don't have it. <laughs> but what I want you to do is I do want you to read Samuel from 1-9 on down. I want you to read that because it says a lot of things about women. And this is the day that... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. And uh, to let all of you know that uh, I am... Not really new in the ministry, but I'm a learner and see that's one good thing about uh, the Bible every time I read it I learn something different. I have read it several and several and several times I'm not one of those that can always I can give you the scripture I might not can't tell you where to look for it, but I am working on that and so thank you for bearing with me but what I really wanted you guys to read was Luke one twenty six, and read that all the way down um and let me see if I can find it here. It says. OK, I am way off today, folks. It is Proverbs 31, 26 to 31. And this is what it says. She opens her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the way of her household and eat of not the bread of idleness. <laughs> This is what I really love. It says, Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtue virtuously, but they but thou excellence them all. Then it goes on to say what I started with. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. So so like I say you know I I really appreciate it that you all came and joined us for this Mother's Day sermon and I really uh, uh, especially you know my wife I I really thank her you know and and these children that God has has blessed us with that allowed me to try again yes precious you precious you have some uh, stepsisters now you have some stepsisters seven and nine years old I want to make sure you meet them and and Sabrina for being such a great mom who never you know always and I can tell you never told me this but I can tell that you never told my daughter all the bad things you may have told her some but you enlighten her with the good things and I really appreciate that and tell your mother tell Mrs. Hale that I really appreciate what she's done what she's done being a great grandmother and I appreciate all the grandmothers because grandmothers are powerful people And I appreciate Sabrina. I see you uh, and I'm talking to the other Sabrina now. And Sabrina, I see you the way you deal with your nieces and nephews. You don't have to have children to be a mother. You don't have to have children to be a mother. And Monisa, I think you're on here also, Monisa. And I see how well you handle children and you deal. My children love you. Matter of fact, you can come pick them up and keep them when you like. My children here, they love you. And, and and I was serious about it. You can come pick them up and keep them for a while. Got to bring them back, though. But um, it's not only that, that you have a child, because having a child doesn't make you a mother. It's That's what right. you do with that child after you take that child home. And we ask that you lead them in the way that they should go. So if they do stray away, that they know where to come back to. Yes,
1: yes.
2: Can I get an amen? Oh, All right. So I just want to say that, uh, you know, if you're in the Bay Area and you have cable television, we'd like you to tune in to God's woman. That's done by my pastor. I'm excited about that because I hear new episodes are coming. And if you're not in the Bay Area, let me know if you want to get some of those lessons and I will find out a way to tape them or whatever and get them to you. Also, if you like to hear this sermon again, you can go on to with God. All Things Are Possible is done by Minister Richard Roberson. You can find that on any podcast. And also, half of this sermon would be on YouTube under Man of Faith, Bread of Life Church. It'll be under that also. And I really hope that you all have a wonderful day and enjoy this Mother's Day. And if your mother's not with you, God bless you. And if they're in a phone call away, please give them a call. Amen. So I want to leave you all with this. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Cause he's my friend. Amen. Amen. All right, pastor. I want to turn it over back to you.
1: the Lord for the messenger, the obedience of the messenger. I thank God this morning for the hearers that heard that word. Uh, we can apply it in our lives, whether we be males or females. And as far as mothers are concerned, mothers uh, are unique. We are the carriers of the children, and then God gives us uh, an opportunity to raise them unless something interferes with that but um robertson was very correct in saying you don't have to give birth to be a mother some people that i know who never gave birth to children uh, are some of our best mothers because they have a caring and a loving in their heart for children and they want to see the best for them and a lot of ants. Uncles have had to take the place of mom, and a lot of grandparents are doing that today. And so, we thank God for anyone who has taken on the challenge of raising children, of trying to help children, and trying to make sure they get a spiritual foundation. Um, And I was thinking, I'm not going to preach, I'm just wanting to share with you that. When my eldest son passed away, the Lord gave me a scripture in Psalms 113, verse 9, and it said, he gives the childless woman a family, making her a happy mother. And this is the, uh, the living translation. And so when I he started giving me that scripture, I said, well, Lord, I'm not childish, childish. I have had children. My children are grown. I've even had one go to heaven. So I don't know why he given me that scripture. But indeed, he did just that. I have many, many spiritual children that I know not their names, but they know my name. And uh, God gave me a family uh, called Free at Last. And everybody that comes to, to the Free at Last which is a treat, drug treatment program, in the past have attended Bread of Life if they wanted to attend a church service while they were in treatment, and some of them have remained with me, others have gone to other uh, <clears throat> spiritual communities, faith communities, if you will, when they were out of the program. But. God did just what he said. He gave me a lot of Erics. My eldest son's name was Eric. He was an addict, a heroin addict in recovery when he passed away. And he has given me many, many Erics. And I thank God for the opportunity. Um, And so I just want to say, being a mother is one of the most uh, precious things that can happen to you. Some people don't realize it, some people think it's a burden. Some people just would really not like, like, want to uh, be a mother, but I'm telling you, we honor mothers today, and we honor fathers who have had mothers. As I said earlier, some of us mothers have been fathers, and we honor fathers who have been mothers today. And so we thank God for each one of you, we thank God for our visitors this morning, and uh... I just want to encourage you, uh, to welcome to join us on Sunday mornings. Reverend Robeson brings the message about twice a month, and uh, the other times you uh, have an opportunity to hear me, you may not want to hear me, but thank God for you, and please join us again for worship. And we thank God for our faithful members of Bread of Light who are online this morning. We're glad because they have uh, uh, stuck with us through this uh, pandemic, through this shelter in place. We have learned how to use Zoom to have our church services and to have prayer every night. We pray every night but Sunday night. And the only reason we don't pray on Sunday night is because we have service on Sunday morning. So please join us again. We hope that you're going and pray that you're going to have a blessed day, whatever you do. Uh, This is the day that we usually all gather at a restaurant. My family gather at a restaurant and uh, they they pay for my food and, and I get to see everybody that comes to the restaurant. We won't do that this year. And for some of you, you're not gonna be able to do it either. But I'll tell you, we thank God for the opportunity to see this day. And so as we prepare to dismiss from the service, I just want to encourage you to have that blessed day. Have that blessed day today. And consider what you heard in the work this morning. I, You know, when I hear the word being preached, I, I want to do some preaching, but I'm not going to do that today. But I just need to say, That uh, Reverend Robinson's example of a mother, Hannah, Hannah was an outstanding mother. She promised God that if he would give her a child, she would make sure that child was raised to know him. And when uh, Samuel was weaned, he was left in the temple with the prophet, the priest that was over the temple, and he was raised there, and he became that prophet himself. And that preached himself. And so we thank God for that example. It's a wonderful example. So, as we get ready to dismiss, I would ask you to repeat after me the, the uh, scripture in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, uh, that we say every Sunday and the peace of God. And
2: the peace, and the of, peace of God. Of God.
1: Is all understanding.
2: <laughs> which passes has all, all understanding,
1: understanding. Will guard your hearts and minds.
2: Will guard your will hearts and minds. Mind,
1: in Christ Jesus.
2: In Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus.
1: Finally, brothers and sisters.
2: Finally, brothers, brothers and brothers sisters. And sister,
1: whatever is true.
2: Whatever, whatever is true.
1: Whatever is noble.
2: Whatever is noble.
1: Whatever is right.
2: Whatever is whatever right. Whatever is lovely.
1: Whatever,
2: whatever is lovely. lovely. Whatever, is
1: whatever, whatever is admirable.
2: Whatever is admirable.
1: If anything is excellent.
2: If anything is, anything is excellent.
1: Or praiseworthy.
2: Or, or praiseworthy. Think on these things. Think on these things. May God bless and keep you,
0: and mm-hmm. um, we hope to see you next time. God bless. All right, bless. Pastor. God bless you, Pastor. Thank everybody.
1: you, Pastor. Everybody,
2: have a good day. All right, everybody. Amen. Thanks for joining, everybody. Hi, you
1: need to call me?
2: Hi. Uh, who you say, Pastor? My Spreener. Okay.
1: Bye
2: Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye Precious. Bye Sabrina and Sabrina.